Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome into our at-home tarot practice today, our daily spiritual practice that we do here. If you are um, new, then welcome. Um, this is this is kind of a space where you can kind of tune in for say around twenty minutes a day and really get in that spiritual practice time to clear your own channel to stabilize yourself, um, in yourself. Um, my intention always, if you're new here and you don't know, I am almost always speaking to people who really associate with the labels overgiver, self-sacrificer, problem fixer. Um, those, those sort of things, people pleasing really leans into that as well, but really we're just big hearted, love centered people who can kind of, you know, get away from ourselves sometimes and lose ourselves in love and relationship and other people. So if that sounds like you, you have found the right podcast for tarot (laughs) because it's all we talk about here. And of course, if you're returning, it is so good to have you with me again. Um, It feels good to know that it's some of the same people all the time. And I feel like I'm getting messages or I'm hearing from people who listen to the podcast, if not every day on, on a pretty regular basis when they can. And I love sort of like picturing those people in my head. So if you are a regular listener, someone who comes back daily or a couple times a week, um, do head over to Instagram, um, whether it's at Jenna Dale or um, my at home tarot page and, and just send me a message. Tell me you're listening so I can kind of put a face to the name um, or face and name to the number in my analytics that tell me people are listening. So um, yeah, would absolutely love to meet you. So what are we, what are we experiencing today? We had such a big, big message yesterday. Um, So how are you experiencing that? Um, Always enjoy hearing or seeing someone write up what they received from that, um, and sending it along or tagging me in a story. Um, I just think yesterday's was, was so potent. So how are you experiencing that? How are you experiencing your life right now? Um, in terms of everything, your emotional experience, but also what you're experiencing in life right now that is lending to that, what you're experiencing in your head and your body, all of these things really make up, um, our, our daily life and what we're experiencing. So check in and have a sip of coffee here. So check in with yourself on that. Hmm. I am so, so, so close to getting in the car and making my way across the country. Um, I leave on Saturday, (sighs) big exhale there for me, like my whole guts just want to go whenever I say it. And, um, when other people say it, like my parents or friends, it it really brings tears to my eyes to know that they're not going to be a drive away. They're really just not. I've always either been in my hometown or over COVID I moved and, um, 
lived down south, but I was still only about a day's drive away, a full day's drive away. So this is big for me and it's starting to become real. Again, there goes the guts again. (laughs) Um, I don't want to linger on it because I think it's becoming one of those things where, of course, I'm nervous. You know, of course, sadness and grief is coming up, of course, trepidation and all of these things. And of course, also excitement to see my person and all all of the things that come along with that. So um, the more I linger in my head on it, the more um, fear rises. And so well, I'm not denying it's happened. Uh, there's an acceptance that once I hit the road, all of this stuff will start to process through and, uh, that it'll be okay. (laughs) So, so trying not to over analyze it, um, accept it. So let's talk about today's tarot reading. (laughs) Um, we have in the self abandonment. So how we might be, um, losing ourselves a little bit here or really betraying ourselves or or denying ourselves something, whether it's growth, whether it's love, um, whether it's just our, our, how we feel centered in our own spirit and in ourselves. Um, this is the King of Swords today and how we can return to ourselves, come back to ourselves, clear that channel, really start to stabilize internally in who we are. Um, and our experiences is three of wands three of wands. So we have King of Swords, three of wands. And so right off the bat, these are minor arcana. These are things we're doing day to day. This is our actions. This is how we think day to day. And we have swords and wands. So there's, um, there's a, a loss of self energy that is centered in the mind and in our perspective and the way we view things. Um, and, and the actions that come from that. And then our returning is really about our spirit and being in our spirit, being in our, our kind of drive to make things happen and, and really bring in movement. Like how are we doing things in the world? Um, what does this look like? Our really wands is a lot of action. So, and, and also what we're creating, you know, um, in, in the actual world or with other people. And so very different energy, um, here. So what I'm seeing between these two cards, when I look at them as a whole, when I look at them as a pair, I really heard a few things. So one was this dynamic of becoming, available to people, um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically becoming available to people, becoming emotionally available, becoming physically available, becoming, um, available in how we create with them, how we move towards them. I'm, hearing a lot around and seeing in the cards themselves around not separating ourselves from our side of the work in relationship building. And I am hearing that and seeing again, that this is about really reality checking, um, our standards of 
others and where we feel we stack up against that. Seeing if we've even been able to meet our own standards um, in return. So this idea of if my standard for someone else is this, do I also exemplify that standard? Or when I try to, it actually feels unrealistic, but I'm still holding that standard for other people. And so this is a little bit about that give and take and where we put ourselves in our mind. Our mind puts ourselves above others. But when we really think about our actions and the way we become available to people, we're actually not meeting the same standards we have for others. We, we're not embodying the things that we are demanding of others. And this is also a little bit of how we really rationalize away being truly engaged in the process of stabilizing our relationship. And so it's about our involvement in our side of the work and our side of stabilizing and making relationships really available to us and, and spiritful, you know, and, and, um, available to us and, and feeling good and all of those things we want in relationships. So it's really about us becoming prepared to actually do that work and really engage in, in our side of things and not just kind of watching others do it and, and hoping it works if they just do it. <laughs> cause, cause it doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, one-sided relationships, um, don't work. <laughs> so let's get into the exact energy of each card. So, um, and, and where this is all coming from. So I just wanted to kind of set the scene for you as we jump into each card. So King of Swords, um, the biggest thing with the King of Swords is this is large energy and the King of Swords is always depicted as being higher than others. Um, in the Lightseer's deck I'm using, um, he's on a mountaintop overlooking everyone else. In the Rider Waite Smith traditional deck, this king is like a giant. He's sitting on this huge throne that's taller than even the trees around him. And so this is really about um, kind of us being above everybody else and how it's rooted in our head. It's rooted in our mind and our perspective. And so with the swords, we're in our head here and our head can begin to reason through and rationalize away why the standards we have apply to others, but why we get to be exempt from those standards or why they make sense for others, but not for us. And so our mind is playing this little game with us that says, it's okay for you to want that standard in others. And you know what? It's okay that you're not doing it. And we know when we listen to that, that, that that's not true when we really use our logic and we come with a clear mind, we know that that is actually not, um, logical. Um, and this energy can really make us blind to ourselves and not see how we're separating ourselves by not meeting others on 
the same level playing field, right? The king likes to be in the dominant position. He likes to have himself above others. And I always, I'm hearing like we're on our high horse here and we're saying, you guys aren't doing this or you in particular, whatever relationship you might be thinking of, whether it's love, family, friendship, it's saying, you know, um, why aren't you doing these things? I don't have to do those things. You have to do those things. And in this, it begins to distort our vision of ourselves. And in this, others view us and have a perspective of us as being dominating and selfish. And I hate using those words, but I I actually think we need to work through the real meaning of the word selfish, which is how much of the day do we spend thinking about ourselves? And when's the last time we thought, maybe I should just do this for them without it being a, a transaction that then I should get this from them. Okay. And there's an energy here of other people looking at us in this situation, looking at this king going, how come I have to do things that, that this king is not willing to do, that this king separates themselves from, um, this king never really sees me, doesn't appreciate me. They're a little bit cold. Um, and, they, they're, they always see themselves as better than me or higher than me. And they separate themselves from me. Um, they don't offer me what they want me to offer them. So that's when you are, say the person at the bottom of the mountain or standing at the foot of this King, these are thoughts to be had when this energy is distorted. Um, and so it really is about a huge reality check that, that our standards, um, if we aren't meeting our own standards of how people should act or what they should be doing to support themselves or how they're reaching out to us, whatever it might be, if we're not meeting the same standards, then we aren't meeting them. And our standards are keeping us separate and isolated from people. And it, it's really distorting our perspective and it's distorting their perspective of us. So that was that whole thing in the, that I said in the beginning of really reality checking our standards with others and seeing if we have even been able to meet those standards ourselves in return to them. Um, and and this is okay. I think we get caught here and that's all right. We often, we want to be treated well, of course we do. And it's just that our minds sometimes can skim over the fact that we haven't become the very thing we want and that we aren't engaging back with the same behavior we want in return. And I think of the phrase, um, you, you get what you give, which has a lot of nuance and isn't always true. But in this energy, in this particular reading, this really applies of when's the last time I gave the very thing I was wanting from others? And is this why maybe eventually people retreat from me? Because I'm, I'm, 
I have these expectations that energetically cloud um, the relationship because I expect them from others, but I'm not offering them up in return. And it's really hard. I mean, I've been this person, um, especially through my 20s, where I thought I was doing the things, but when I really look at my behavior and my actions, I really wasn't doing the things I was asking of my own partner. And um, it really destroyed trust and, and our view of each other and the love between us. Three of Wands, though. <laughs> Let's return because I know that's heavy stuff. So Three of Wands is really about stepping off that mountain, stepping off that throne and coming down to the level of everybody else and stepping out of our higher views and stepping away from isolation and separateness um, that that we're separate from these standards and separate from having to to do the very things we want others to do and actually really preparing ourselves and grounding ourselves to join in into the real world to join into the reality of the relationship um, when, whichever relationship that may be, when we can really ground into the real world, then we can create a foundation in ourselves that offers a more real vantage point to see others and to see ourselves. And when we can do that, this is when the next stage of our relationship actually has a chance to arrive or we can start to gain momentum towards that next stage. So this is about us getting ready and prepared to actually do the things that we think create good relationships and no longer looking outside of ourselves for the other to do that, but for us to step up and do it and see if they can meet us there. In the King of Swords, it's about them um, offering it up to us and us not offering it up to them. We're staying separate. We're staying isolated from that behavior. Others serve us. And in the three of wands, it becomes, I'm here and I'm ready and I can serve others and see what comes in return see what comes in return. So it's about being prepared, being grounded, getting on that same level and um, allowing other people to truly experience us so that we can actually start to see what's there. We can actually start moving relationships forward. And this isn't a guarantee. This is not a guarantee of where that relationship will go or if it will even stick around or whatever will happen. But it it is giving us, giving it its best chance. And it is about finding our integrity again and finding our sense of being able to make moves in the world and send out our ripples through our actions and see what life will bring us, see what that relationship will bring us when we're actually emotionally available, when we're physically available, when we're verbally available when we're reaching out to others to see what's there and then being able to just wait for things to materialize, wait for things to come together by actually being right there in it and being engaged in it. Um, this is really about telling us like we have to get right up to the edge of life 
in the edge of our people in our relationships. We love um, people we love, relationships um, we care about in order to really come together and connect with them in ways that create the life and create the relationships we truly desire with them, that we have to get right up to their edge and be there and be available and show up and make our moves from a grounded place where we don't see ourselves as better than them, or we don't, we don't put standards on them that we are not meeting ourselves. If we can't meet our own standards right now, it means we can't ask others to either. And sometimes there is a stage of that where neither person is actually capable. They they haven't grown in capacity or skill to actually meet the standards either of them have for the relationship. And so it's about laying those down and being engaged with each other and waiting for things to come together and stabilizing yourself so that you can see what materializes together. I mean, there's so much here about working together and on your end, really becoming prepared to create something more real where you are um, and to be ready and to be willing to become um, an active participant in what you want. And when you do that, that's when things come together. When you do that, that's when you gain momentum. But when you're sitting in the King of Swords energy, you are saying, I am above this and I don't have to meet these same standards. And the vantage point of anyone who looks at you in that is not going to be positive. (laughs) It's very rarely when you feel like you are above having to meet your own standards. This doesn't bode well in relationships. This is this degrades relationship. Think of mountains. It can erode over time. Your mind is eroding your relationships over time with this perspective. Um, And other people feel it and we feel it because all of a sudden we find we're isolated and alone and we feel alone and we feel separate then. Um, So really working on the mindset of becoming available, of doing the movements and the actions that we want in return, offering that up to others sometimes first and seeing what materializes, waiting to see what that means and and what momentum that gives your your relationship or your relationships. So I'm going to end there today because you know I could talk about these cards all day. This feels like such a cool reminder to be in it with others. Um, and, and to not put ourselves on a pedestal of better than, <laughs> um, and to really be, be in it and get our hands dirty and see what, see what happens. So I'm going to leave you there. Um, yeah, I'm going to take this through the day. Ooh, be in it. That's a good message for me about everything happening. Just be there, meet people, see what happens. So, um, wishing you a, a beautiful Thursday. <laughs> and um see where you can where you can uh bring yourself to the level you want um of other people and really engage with others today send those text messages say those things plan that date um show up first <laughs> and i'll see you tomorrow
care about you lots. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennetdale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.